Before we begin, a reminder that nothing on this podcast is intended as a statement of faith, doctrine, or fellowship, and this podcast is not affiliated with any church, school, or calling body. What's up, gents? My name is Charlie Ungemach, and you are listening to an episode of the Gird Up Broadcast. Now, the dudes are going to join me in just a minute, and we got a lot of great content coming your way. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to all those who help support the Gird Up Project here. All of our content at Gird Up is available free to anyone anywhere in the world who might benefit from our message, and we want to keep it that way. But we also have to rely then upon the contributions of our listeners to do so. You'll never see any paywalls or exclusive content here at Gird Up. That being said, it does cost us money to put a show like this together. So if you find what we're doing here valuable and you enjoy the broadcast and you're willing and able to do so, please go to www.girdupministries.com, click on the menu, and select Buy Us a Cup of Coffee. That $5 donation goes a long way towards keeping this podcast going and it helps us reach and minister to many more men just like you. Hope you enjoy the broadcast today. Let's get to it. Welcome to the broadcast. We got a full table today. It's myself, Charlie Ungemach. We've got Gustav Wenz, Max Plucker, and Nate Hinsey. Now, Nate, we've had you on before. Right? You were on actually the first broadcast of the year this year. Yes, sir. So, welcome back, Max. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? What are you up to? All right. Uh, as I said before, my name is Max Plucker. Um, I am a junior on the pastor track. Is it like Max or like Maxwell, Maximilian? It's Maxwell. Max. Maxwell. No, everybody yeah. calls me different things, man. Yeah, yeah. If you were a rapper, you could be Max Ill. Max Ill. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't understand <laughs> that. That's no, perfect, not too early for that? Okay. <laughs> I, get, I don't think any time of day would probably be too early for that, for that joke. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Maxwell. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, Pastor Track, MLC, from Michigan. Good old Michigan boy. Um, yeah. It's... Sad Lions fan. Yeah, Sad Lions fan. I was actually going to give a shout-out to them today. Thanks to the Lions for uh, never changing. (laughs) (laughs) You're so consistent. Such a stable force in my life. Just always losing all the time. That's the way the Cubs have been for most of my life. There was that three seasons where they were really good, but otherwise, been just let's go watch the Cubs lose. That's how you spend your summer, watching the Cubs lose. Awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gus just lost his microphone. Oh, so. no. Oh, no. That's, that's a start to the day right there. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. No, it's backwards. Oh, you're right. It is facing the other way. Okay. Um, do we usually start with thank yous or shout outs? We usually start with shout outs, right? Thank yous, whatever. What do we yeah, want to start shout with? Shout outs. Shout outs first. Somewhere. All right. Anybody want to lead on the shout outs? You do. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, my shout outs for Connor Herter. Um, I know we tease him a lot on the podcast, um, and we've made fun of him a lot, and he usually deserves it. But I will say that uh, Connor, okay, it's it's incredibly difficult, and I respect the snot out of anybody who can, at 25 years old, just look around and say, yep, I don't like where I'm at, I don't like what I'm doing, and just reinvent themselves. And uh, especially when you deciding to go into ministry um and uh dude just watching connor over the last three years he has 
grown up and grown so much more mature than he was. And then also just has like built himself into a very respectable man who I, I very much appreciate. So uh, I, I was telling him the other day, I think I'm embarrassed a little bit. I was telling him the other day, like, dude, you're my hero. And I don't, I don't mean that lightly. Like um, if I, if I could mature and grow at the pace at which he's maturing and growing, I feel like I'd be unstoppable. Like that dude's just awesome. And so I wanted to shout out Connor. Nice. Yeah, a little bro love. Awesome. What you got? So he should not have gone first. I don't know whose idea that was. Because <laughs> um, now, now mine is insignificant. But uh, shout out to Professor Dagner, new Spanish professor, for mm. giving me a 98 on a paper that was 200 words short. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't meet the requirements? No, I mean, so he said like like specifically a thousand words in Spanish. So granted... My 800 words took me hours because I'm not good at Spanish. Um, but, yeah, so he said, like, specifically a 1,000, so I'm just curious if that was, like, a rough marker so he didn't actually mark me. But, yeah, I don't know. But I got a 98 on it, so I'm happy with there that. There you go. I think anybody would be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. you got? Uh, shout out to Shells. Um the brewery that I work at, uh, they, um, I don't know, I guess I thought that we were going to get talked to for having a fun little get together with the SEM guys that came out, um, on Saturday, just because there were so many people there and I miscalculated <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I asked for the reserve, when I asked yeah. for the reservation for the space, uh, miscalculated on the numbers, but you know, actually this is more of a shout out to the uh students and uh guys that showed up because honestly they we've had parties smaller than that show up to shells on a reservation and leave a massive mess yes. but our people took care of it and it was clean it was nice and they didn't really have to do much work after we left the next day and so i guess shout out to uh the people that attended that party yeah, and it was a good party too. Yeah, yeah it, was it was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It seemed like a lot Can't of people really. were able to catch up with people they hadn't <laughs> seen in, I mean, months for some of us, but yeah. years for others. It was yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, don't worry, youngin, you'll get to be on all this. these twenty-one year olds. <laughs> get to be on the get to be at the bar eventually someday. Yeah. All right, Maxwell. I had a, I had a dream last night that I was oh. Oh, married oh. to Serena, okay. and I was just drinking because, like in Wisconsin, you can. Uh, you can drink when I you're married. I can't drink, but I do have a fiance. Because <laughs> <Yeah, no, laughs> yeah. yeah. she's 20. Okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because, uh, like, when you're married in Wisconsin, you can uh, drink if your wife or husband is 21. So I had, like, a dream that that was happening. <laughs> so that's the real res- reason why so you're getting married. Yep. Blissfully I'm married. I'm older women for You had a dream reason, about being blissfully married. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Max, what you got, bro? Yeah, I'll give a shout-out to uh, Professor Nick Schmoller Ooh. for giving us memory work this morning. Um, <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. It's going to help us in the ministry, yeah. but, man, it's rough. Yeah. I like to oh, you're it. talking symbolics, right? Yeah. Symbolics, okay, because yeah. my mind just went straight to Greek, and I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> Greek memory work. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That would be awesome. Yo, that symbolics memory work taught me how to memorize passages, honestly. Like, yeah. I never really yeah. knew how until I was being forced to. Until you and, ate yeah. in one day. Yeah. yeah. 
It's usually only six, but it, they're Some long. Some of them are like, like four so, verses yeah. long. It's crazy. Well, last week, yeah, that one was super long. It was like four uh, or five oh verses, goodness, yeah. 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 Just got to break it into chunks. Plasma. I just sit there because I'm forced <laughs> to sit in a chair for an hour twice a week, so I just scroll through and memorize my memory work, and I don't really have to study. Although I did not review it today because I've got a heap. Uh, Hebrew quiz and a mm. axe test, so we'll see Oof. how that goes. But yeah, today will be a relief nice. when it's when it's over. Like when class is over, I think I'm just gonna crash. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank yous. My okay. I I like over prepped for this episode, just so you know. So <clears throat> maybe somebody else should start with their thank you first. <laughs> uh, all right. I if uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Then. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. To the Sem guys, honestly, for coming out this past weekend. It was super refreshing to see a bunch of bunch of the dudes that I started my time at MLC with. Um, a lot of great encouragement. I think that's really what it's about. Thank you for the encouragement, guys. Like, that's It's very easy to lose track of what we're doing here at MLC. And if not for the Sem guys coming back every once in a while... Um, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It would just feel like regular old school. But getting to hear their stories about what they're doing out there and talk to them about, well, talk to the seniors about their vicar year, things like that, it's awesome. It's super encouraging. So thank you to some guys. Yeah. yeah. I can we'll go reverse this time. There you go. Um, Still make Max last, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Similar thing, uh, just the entertainment from – the spam gathering with uh, seminary guys and professor waldschmidt um they did an awesome job that song about being a single sim guy that was that you're not gonna gonna understand later (laughs) is that what you're talking about yep that one but yeah it was so good um and yeah just thanks to them for putting time into that and allowing us to all enjoy it yeah, yeah, I think uh, Walshman too. His debut his, was great. Yeah, like he, I, it was one of those moments where you go like, "Yeah, this guy knows who he is, right?" Like, yeah, he knows he's not super funny. Yeah, it was and the so most. He just like was incredibly genuine, and it was it worked so well. Well, at, at first it was when, very enjoyable when he came up with like the good night moon. We're all like, "Uh, like how is that? Like this what's going to happen?" So yeah, it and was, was like, like <laughs> actually, it's in Hebrew. And we're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. And then, because we're all a bunch of nerds, we're like, it's in Hebrew! Yeah. <laughs> so. Literally anybody else watching, even congregation members, yeah, Wells people, like, you guys are would weird. not understand that at all. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, my thank you, okay, like I said, this is probably too serious for our early morning podcast, but uh, my thank you is, ah, it's, it's a little bit cringy, but that's okay. It's not that, okay, breathe, Charlie, come on. All right, put it so, out there. Coffee's my thank in. you is to God for giving me the exact right mom, I think. So my my mom's kind of going through it at the moment, not doing real well health wise, and I was just reflecting a little bit on. Uh, uh, well, first of all, prayers for her would be awesome. But uh, the uh, I was reflecting on it a little bit, and I don't think I've ever realized before like how well her temperament like suits me as a kid, as like, growing up as a kid, and then now as an adult. Like she's just so consistent and steady and stable all the time. Um, and just that realization of like, yeah, that's probably the exact kind of mother I needed. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah no, I was just uh, extra appreciative of my mother lately. So thank God for my mom. That's my. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, 
Probably should have made Charlie go last. <laughs> Dude, it's all uh, good. Do it. Yeah. I mean, so, last week I think I thanked mouse traps or something like that. So, well, you I mean the, the mouse traps. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. the meaningfulness gonna, varies from week to week. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna thank uh, Harry's body soap for lathering Dude, it's my body good up. stuff, man. <laughs> it's, it's that nice. and uh, Doctor Squatch, both of them. Oh, I've never tried. Yeah. Dr. Well, they're both like those natural soaps, though, and yeah, you wouldn't think they'd make that much of a difference, but they definitely do. Mm. It yeah, I've been thinking so about yeah, I've been thinking about switching to Harry's. I've been messing with Old Spice lately for no, body so body wash. Yeah. Well, it's, oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Is Harry's is Harry's the the, uh, the commercials where like uh, the women are coming out of nowhere and just like touching his face and things, or is that? A like that's one? It's the guy that yeah, does like the glasses commercials. Well, too. no, the uh, not those though. Like the ones where it's like. Never mind. I don't, I don't watch TV, so... <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's, like, YouTube uh, ads that come up, and it's, like, slathering... Yeah, you know, they're just making uh, fun I, of all the other soaps, the and then... Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy I'm thinking of. Armpits into charm pits. Yeah. Yeah, that's, the one, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. No, that dude's in, like, three different company commercials for he, various, like, not Think about how brands. easy that dude's career is, though. Like, just be that guy who does YouTube commercials? Yeah. 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 Like, all right. I mean, they're showing him everywhere. He's got to be making some money on him. So. Yeah. All right, Gustav, what you got on the news today? Well, there's a lot. So we're going to run through it really as fast as we can. Okay. So, number one. Uh, Nuri Martinez resigned as president of the Los Angeles City Council, but remains a council member after audio of a private conversation between her, two other council members, and the also-since-resigned L.A. Federation of Labor Chief Ron Herrera was leaked over the weekend. On the recording, which was anonymously posted to Reddit, naturally, (laughs) uh, Martinez can be heard making racist comments about the black son of a fellow council member, along with other disparaging remarks about local politicians. Local, state, and federal leaders have called on the council members to resign, though none have. (coughs) In a statement, Martinez says, or said, she takes full responsibility, And ask for forgiveness, saying that ultimately it will be her actions that will demonstrate her remorse. So, so uh, I take responsibility, but not accountability. hey Hey. Yeah, there's no consequences for your actions. Not when you're a Democrat. Got him. <laughs> all right. Moving on. And, <laughs> any comments Next on that, that fellas? No, that's no, all feel that needs to be said. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> all right. Next one. This is kind of a big one. So, uh, well, not a big one, but, well, yeah, big one. I, I can't go back on that now. After Ukraine's <laughs> assault damaging the bridge connecting mainland Russia to Crimea, Russia retaliated, launching its most widespread strike in months against key Ukrainian cities. The attacks fell on military, infrastructure, and civilian sites, including a playground in uh, Kiev, right? Mm-hmm. Kharkiv and Liv? Liv- Lviv? <laughs> if Kiev is Kiev, then I feel like Liv is Liv? No, it has no. a V instead of a Y. Oh. Anyway, causing widespread blackouts <coughs> and knocking out the water supply. At least 14 people were killed and ne- nearly 100 wounded. Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky addressed the group of seven, G7, in an emergency video conference in response. And President Biden agreed to Zelensky's request for advanced air defense systems. President Putin does appear to have found a buddy, uh... Belarusian, but B E L A R U S I A N. What is that? 
I, I don't know. If only we knew is that somebody a country? that knew Russian and That's Ukrainian. That's a country. And Belarus. And Belarus is a country. Belarusian? Yeah. Belarusian? Whatever. Anyway, a country. President. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) President Lukashenko. That's the president of Belarus. Or Belarus, probably. Yeah. Like I said, if only we knew somebody that, like, spoke Russian and Ukrainian, you know? Here, let's call him up real quick. (laughs) He's not awake right now. (laughs) Anyway, so so him and Putin are friends now. And they announced a joint military task force, including more than 1,000 soldiers from both countries, was already forming and said that Belarus would serve as a launch pad for thousands of more Russian troops. Um, and then on a side note, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week, and apparently, to literally stop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he answers. <clears throat> anyway, but apparently, when Russia did that that uh, airstrike, they were hitting pretty close to a EU. Um, what do you What do you call them? Headquarters. Well, no. Uh, the, yeah, the kind of. Uh, <laughs> What's Sorry. the word? Half this podcast is gonna be us trying to remember words. <laughs> well, you know what? It's uh, the, when it's like oh, the ambassador. Good morning, Kostya. A- we have a question. For, hey, yeah. we got Kostya. Oh, we have yeah, a question yeah. for you. We don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> good night, Kostya. <laughs> it's pissed. <laughs> Okay, Man, no help from so Kostya. Bad. He's gonna wake Thanks, up Kostya. in like ten minutes anyway. Right, anyway. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we tried. Yeah. Anyway, uh <clears throat> yeah, embassy. That was the word that I was looking for. So hit like some of the missile strikes almost like made contact with a embassy. Oh wow. Like the building next to it kind of thing. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, I love how I said ambassadors, and he was like, No, that's not it. And then I was like, Embassy. Like, I was, that's the word I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and we're skipping there. All right. And then moving on, we got our next one here. Uh, Harvey Weinstein is back in the courtroom. The disgraced movie producer is already serving more than two decades in a New York state prison for a 2020 rape conviction. He's appealing that verdict, but now faces another 11 charges from five women who alleged that they who alleged they were assaulted by Weinstein between 2004 and 2013 in California. One of the women is Jennifer Sebel. Yeah? Newsom? Yeah. Sure. Gen- Jennifer, I don't know why they include the middle name. Jennifer Newsom. Um, the wife name. of California Governor Gavin Newsom. Oh yeah, it's her maiden name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, if convicted, the 70-year-old Weinstein faces life in prison. Uh, The trial comes five years after a New York Times expose was published accusing Weinstein of decades of abuse, a massive catalyst for the hashtag MeToo movement. Uh, A film depicted that... A film depicting that NYT investigation titled She Said debuts... What? Okay, never mind. That's I don't want to finish that. It's a movie. It's coming out, and it debuts in New York. Whatever. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, Weinstein. Haven't heard about yeah. him for a little bit. No. I'm kind of glad we haven't. Yeah. Well. Oh. <laughs> Any comments? No. Moving on. Okay. Uh. So this is gonna come up. Uh. Be a callback to the last. Uh broadcast that we had so iranian protests over the sharia law dress codes it continued despite clerical leaders efforts to quell unrest 
Oil workers at two essential refinery complexes reportedly blocked roads, chanting, Death to the Dictator. The Islamic Republic's efforts to stamp out the protest have left an estimated 185 people dead. And as terrifying as that is, like, I'm kind of excited for Iran. Like, if they can make something of this, you know, like, war isn't good, I'm not saying that. But if they can get rid of their dictator, that'd be a pretty wonderful thing for them. Just get rid of Islam, I mean. Yeah, I honestly, yeah. Well, that's one of the things that you talk about. Yeah, exactly. But that's one of the things you talk about, like when when you're like in an ACR and things like that, like the different classes where you're talking about apologetics and things. If you take any religion down to its like root principles and core doctrines, the only one that gets better the closer you get to its core doctrines is Christianity. And the only one, and every other religion, like the further you get from its core base doctrines, the more tolerable it is. And so, like American Islam is not like true Islam, and and what you're seeing in Iran is what Islam really looks like. And they're not even all extre- quote unquote extremists as far as Islam goes, and they're still forcing women to cover their heads and murdering people because they show their feet and hair in public and things like that. It's like we we can't keep pretending that these. We're about to get nailed for hate speech here, but that's okay. We can't keep pretending that these religions, which are rooted in just awful, like disgusting moralities, are a good thing and they're okay. They're not. Mm-hmm. And not all religion is the same. No. Not no. at all. Uh, all right. So there's two more. And you guys might. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, this is what I'm saying. There was a yeah. ton of news today. So, uh, ye. <laughs> The artist formerly known as Kanye West <laughs> had his Twitter and Instagram accounts locked after a post that appeared to suggest taking violent action against Jewish people. Earlier this month, Yee also sparked controversy by wearing a White Lives Matter sweatshirt to a Paris Fashion Week show. I feel like if anybody could could get away with wearing White Lives Matter t-shirt, it's Kanye. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's... I mean, honestly, it's kind of cool to see a black guy wearing a white Lives Matter t-shirt. Yeah, it just sucks that he immediately followed up by being racist towards Jewish people. Yeah, that does Um, suck. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think he's just an attention seeker. He is an attention seeker. Well, I think so. Before they tore down the posts, like, people were able to get a hold of it. And I think I... I didn't read it personally, but I heard somebody talking about it, and I seem to remember it saying something where it was like, black people are just like Jewish people, and it's like, we suffered the same way, or something like that. I I can't remember exactly. Have you ever seen the Dave Chappelle sketch where they're talking about, I think it's Dave Chappelle, where they're talking about going through hardship, and like black people and Jewish people going back and forth about their hardships, and one of them says, you know, we were enslaved in Egypt, and he's going, you can't go back that far. No, it's a very no, funny I sketch. That's a funny that. sketch. Anyway, yeah, uh, I mean Dave Chappelle's a funny dude, so it's not surprising. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, um, no, I just feel like with uh, Kanye, it's like, oh, I've been out of the news for like a week. Let's get back in it. Like, yeah. no matter how I am. Well, you know? so that's the reason I react the way I did to the White Lives Matter T-shirt is he's been very public about saying you can't say white or mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter more than anyone else's mm-hmm. lives, and so. The and sweatshirt I, makes sense with that context. Well, and yeah. the implicit message there is that all lives matter, right? Right. Essentially, yeah. like that's what they're getting at. But yeah. you wouldn't be getting nearly as much press if you just wore an all lives matter shirt. Yeah. And it was him and Candace Owens that were doing that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, but yeah, she, I would yeah. also agree. It's a. It would. It would be unwise for a white dude to walk around the world wearing a white lives matter. Oh t-shirt. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And also, for the record, we all acknowledge. 
that there are plenty of challenges and hardships in the black community. Yeah. We're just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, so, on a lighter note, uh, Buckingham Palace announced that King Charles III will be coronated on Saturday, May 6th, 2023, in a ceremony presided over by the Archbishop of Canterbury. Uh, Camilla, the Queen Consort, will also be crowned as part of the service. I think it's a little bit funny how they... Like refused to just call her the queen because she's like they just put a title on her that sounds nice, but it's like yeah, you broke up their marriage, yo. Yeah, oh. they just don't let that die, do they? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, England is notorious for holding grudges. Yeah, so. they literally give you a title so that they can keep holding a grudge and pretend that they're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just love the arch, the saying, the Archbishop of Canterbury. It is. It is fun. <laughs> it's just a. Fun phrase. Those dudes that, over, I mean, not lately, but those dudes over the centuries have been murdered at like a very high rate. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it, I mean, just side note, it's almost been over a hundred years since we've had a they they have had a king. Yeah. You know. So well, just, I mean, the queen reigned for what seventy something years or whatever. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. So it'd be that long. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's just kind of interesting to think about. Yeah. It doesn't matter to us whatsoever. Hey, yo, America. Did you watch The Crown? I, wa- I Yeah, I did. No. I, well, I watched the first two seasons with my mom and then Yeah, I don't know. Stopped. The way that they be- depict Charles in The Crown it makes me nervous about him being king. <laughs> Although you yeah. never know how accurate that is or how much he's changed since the you know all that stuff happened. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then on a side note, North Korea is doing stuff with missiles. Just think about that. Shocker. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Bros with Bibles. Talking about the Eighth Commandment today. Um, Once again, God makes his commands pretty simple. (laughs) So there's not a ton of... Maybe there is stuff to say. I don't know. But uh, going through Luther's uh, writings on the Eighth Commandment. Obviously, the Eighth Commandment is you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. There's an obvious reference there to courtroom language, and it, of course, applies in court, especially if you think about Jewish culture at the time when the commands were given. Um, witnesses were required for everything, and witnesses were really valuable. And you see that in a positive way a couple times in the Old Testament, like the Book of Ruth, a couple other places where um, somebody testifies well for someone else. Uh, I think it's the Book of Ruth is what I'm talking about. Yeah, with yeah, Boaz right. and the stuff at the gate, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but you also see it really negatively in examples like you know Ahab, or Ahaz, um, and Jezebel, and those, and then obviously Jesus' trial, too, like where you have false, people are literally hiring false witnesses to come and testify against you, because if you can get two negative witnesses, according to law, that's it. So witnesses were incredibly valuable, um, and so with that context, like this is a life and death situation for Jewish people, or for Hebrew, historical Hebrews at the time, um, under that government before they had kings and judges and things like that. Um, so it was incredibly valuable from that perspective, but... Um, if we take to the full extent of the law or the spirit of the law, we talk about rep- talk about reputation. Um, and Luther made the bold statement, which I think is accurate, that besides house and home and family, your good reputation is the most valuable thing that you own. And honestly, there are times where it might even be more valuable than some of those things. Um, but you think about what reputation does for you. Um, like there's a whole lot of people that make careers and you know make even business and things like that. It all depends on your on your reputation. If you got a bad reputation, if you got a bad rap, it's just not going to go well for you. So, um, to do harm to someone's reputation is to dis- 
to do damage to every area of their lives um, and everyone that's associated with them too. And so when I read that, that's not quite the way Luther said it, but that's the gist of it. When I said that immediately, my mind just popped to cancel culture. Mm. You know, the idea of not only, not only, not only like telling everyone all the gossip about you, but then insisting that they behave a certain way on top of that, mm-hmm. um, and condemning you if you don't. And so my thoughts on it were: instead of gasping about somebody, let them ruin their own reputation. Uh, as Christians, if we really love the people around us the way that we should, um, then we shouldn't be joyful and celebrating and enjoying every morsel of juicy gossip when one of our brothers or sisters. Because uh, everybody's our brothers and sisters. If one, one of our brothers and sisters strays from the way or does something immoral um, or ruins their own reputation, we should make us sad. Um, and with that mindset, then, um, obviously, we'll share the truth when it's pertinent. Um, but we also are not going to work to destroy the reputation of someone else, whether it's um, out of uh, whether it's malicious, out of jealousy, or just simply for our own entertainment. So... Max has actually uh, helped me become very aware of how much we, like, as just human beings, talk about other people. Um, And it's something, like, I've been trying to work on a lot because it is so easy to talk about people, like, so easy. Um, And I think it's something we all struggle with, even if we don't know we struggle with it. And to just have one person say, like, hey, maybe we should, like, talk about something productive, not, like, somebody else's life and, like, the mistakes they're making. And I think just having that influence, which, like, Max has been for me, um, and just, like, helping me realize when or, like, how often I'm actually just, like, not thinking about how I'm affecting other people. So, I don't know, I just think, like, this is one of the commandments that I think is overlooked a lot, and it's just, like, huge, mm-hmm. I think, in our lives yeah. today. Especially the age we're at. Like, nobody seems to ever have anything productive to say if it's not, like, bashing someone else. Yeah, so. it was pretty – I just going through this was pretty condemning for me, too. I feel like I haven't been doing a good job of it lately. I guess you said, no, yeah, I was just going to say, it's like every time you kind of even glance over this one, it just is like, boom, reminder. Yeah. You shouldn't talk like that. And something that's interesting is think about the culture that we're living in, though, right? So, like, we just read the news. What was literally all of it about? It was about people, right? People doing things. And granted, granted, like, I think I wonder how much of our – I wonder how much we dismiss what would actually be gossip for news. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not. Why do we care so much about what the Kardashians are doing and yeah? What any that's, that's something I've never gotten. The artist formerly known as Kanye wears. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, and like, see, it's like you think about you think about the old Jewish communities, right? Like, what did they need to know as a community together? Like, like what? I guess what I'm saying is, yeah. did they have a news outlet? Did they have, you know, ESPN, anything or Fox or CNN? And it's like. Thinking about where gossiping is now compared to what gossiping probably was back then. I would push back against that, though. You you imagine Israel going through the desert in the wilderness, Mm -hmm. right? And you've got, what was it, 2 million people at the time or whatever it was? Yeah. 
walking across the desert together. They don't have cell phones. They don't have TVs going, whatever. What do you think they talk about the entire time they're walking across the desert? Sand. Probably each oh. other, right? Well, they don't, like, right, exactly. <laughs> they don't even have a landscape to talk about. It's just right, sand right. for miles and right. miles, Dude, right? this Moses guy can't even talk to us. Uh, I, wish died died in, right. I wish we would have right. died in, in Egypt. Then we would have had food, right? Yeah. Um, but and you say, I don't know. In my mind, you almost have a more, maybe not more. You have just as fertile ground for gossip there. Oh, um, I'm not. But, yeah, that's so. Not what I was, so here's here's here here here's what I was just thinking about while you were saying that is in the culture that we're a part of. Uh, so you have a culture. It's not just a, a, a society. It's also a spiritual culture mm-hmm. in ancient Israel, right? Mm-hmm. And you think about the situation we're in at MLC in particular, as guys studying to be pastors. Yeah. One. Like we have all of our classes with the same group of like 100 dudes, and so you're just constantly interacting with the same guys over and over and over again. We even eat lunch together, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, we also do bear not necessarily any official capacity, but we do bear the responsibility of holding each other accountable as brothers mm-hmm. too. And we do often have conversations about somebody who's uh, either their behavior isn't fitting or they um kind of have you know gone gone off the deep end in some regard or who need to be held in check or whatever it might be and sometimes that conversation might be like this dude has left the class literally every single class period of the entire semester or he's constantly asking questions that get the professor off track and i feel like that's a fun thing when you're a freshman and sophomore when you get to like junior senior year and you're going through the book of acts or whatever and somebody keeps getting the professor off track that's a lot less fun right yeah um and so when you're talking about those things for many it is yeah exactly um it like you can look at it and condemn it as gossip Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's right, though. I'm not sure if that's accurate. But is it really your place to say something is my mm. my? And idea. that's the question that's, is. That's, where, is that's it, where the line of gossip yeah, is. And where, yeah, where is that gossip line? So I think it's more the condition of the heart in the statement. Mm. And why are you talking about it? Are you talking about it because it's fun? Or are you talking about it because it's something we all need to be aware of and, and address it? Like, that's something that concerns concern. you, yeah. Yeah. And, but, and as a bunch of dudes studying to be pastors, these things do concern us because if some guy is constantly interrupting class, I'm not doing the learning I'm supposed to be doing. Nobody's ready mm-hmm. for the test. And this guy isn't is demonstrating uh, behaviors that don't make him that don't lend themselves well to ministry. But is there an intention behind it to do something about it and to help him and to love him, or is it just tear this guy down and crap all over him? Right? Um, I will say, does Jesus say to? address your brother or to address all your brother's friends so that you guys all well, are right. aware so of it. follow matthew 18 yeah. absolutely um yeah I, well there's also the again the condition of your heart has everything to do with it i'm not yep. just condoning all whatever but to have a conversation even even say like is this a big deal to you guys even if you don't say those words to if that's the co- the the tone of the conversation yeah um is like hey have you guys noticed whatever, mm-hmm. with the intention of we want to help this brother out. That's a very different conversation. I guess what I'm saying is sometimes we condemn any talking about other people as gossip and as giving yeah. them a bad name. And there's definitely times and moments where we can and should be having these conversations as Christian brothers who love each other. So an obvious example would be like this summer I was asked to train a young man basically to replace me at the end of the summer, right? And at the after his first three weeks or whatever, the guy running the, the campground that I was working at 
said, how's he doing? And he wasn't doing well. And I felt a little guilty saying, like, yeah, he's not working independently. He doesn't take any initiative. Uh, He doesn't pay attention to details, that kind of thing. Um, I felt a little guilty at the time. I went, you know, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my work honestly. And part of my work is giving an honest report to the guy who's in charge. Um, and it's a little different context when you're in class or in school yeah. or as like, cause this isn't really a conversation about MLC. This is a conversation about how we deal with each other as Christians, even in the church. Right. Uh, cause if we're doing church, right, we're doing life together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think we sometimes go too far and because we don't like to get our pride hurt. So then we accuse any conversation about other people as being gossip, even though it's good productive conversation that needs to be had. Well, to that, um, it says in the catechism, take everything in the kindest possible way. And if we, you know, deconstruct the words said to us and just put the worst spin on them, then it's going to hurt because that's the way we're taking it. It's not the way it was said to us. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, and I think it also always goes back to love your neighbor as yourself or as every commandment. You shall have no other gods. Fear mm-hmm. of God above all things. Um, if what we're saying to people or brothers is not um, constructive or God pleasing in any way, should it really be said? Yeah, I think that's I mean, the that's the key word is, that I've missed out on there is constructive. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this conversation one that's constructive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I totally relate with you on that whole workplace situation because, like, that's how it is managing at mcdonald's just trying to figure out i mean i feel that way all the time the whole am i just being a gossip or am i providing my uh gm with good information so he can address situations properly you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and sometimes like it just a lot of times it comes off super gossipy you know just because it's like you're working with a bunch of teenagers and you're like, oh, well, she started dating him, and now, you, you know what I mean? Like, right. it doesn't feel like stuff that, in context of like regular life, it would matter. But <laughs> at work, it's like, okay, now we need to be aware yeah. of that relationship, and we need to know where to. You, you right. can't have them work next to each other or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. I don't know. And maybe to give a better example, of what I was talking about, like there, we will often around this house have like when there's a couple of dudes hanging out there will be a conversation where mm-hmm. somebody will say has so and so been driving you nuts lately or has so and so have you noticed what so and and it's not the goal of the conversation isn't gossip the goal of the conversation is genuinely like yo this dude is getting a little out of control and mm-hmm. we as his brothers it is our responsibility as his brothers to bring him back a little bit and that's yeah. a very different conversation than just going like, ooh, what are the juicy morsels, right? right. And we are definitely guilty of that as uh, sinners often. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I um, hope we can, you know, do better to follow through on our yeah. concerns. Because sometimes I think that's the thing is, I, I think that can be what weighs on people's conscience is if, if not they... Not doing something By not following through on the current concerns they has expressed, and in doing so, that's what makes it feel like gossip. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just the specifically in my mind, we had a conversation a little while back about mm-hmm. one of our friends who just very often behaves in a very entitled manner. Sure. Um, but then in the conversations we're having with him moving forward, you're having conversations about like, hey, did you think about 
this you know, like did you think yeah. about how this affects other people essentially is the conversation that you're starting to have in a tactful way that's not i would make the argument and maybe i'm not saying i'm the final authority on this um but i would make the argument that's not gossip hmm. that's having a conversation about something like a scene you see in a brother's life so that you can help him is a difference between just saying like yo so and so sucks right <laughs> yeah he's terrible i hate that guy and then moving on as opposed to saying like bro i'm concerned about so and so have you noticed the same thing and what can we do about it how can we help yeah. him yeah. all right cool moving on then obscure bible trivia for the day you guys ready for this I'm so excited i picked i picked four questions and I actually did this ahead of time Beforehand, instead yeah. of, yeah, because last week I ended up on some Catholic website and they all were like not real <laughs> yeah, and they were apocryphal. apocryphal and, there, yeah. yeah, so this week I How did a little extra prep work and we're, pages? yeah, so here we go. Uh, we're going to start a little easier and then get a little bit harder. Here we go. First question. What does the name Israel mean? This is supposed to be the easy one. Where does it Yisrael. come from? It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, Imperfect. Oh my gosh! Oh no! no don't <laughs> do <God>. no. <laughs> it's uh, it is an imperfect. You're right. It was God. Yeah. yeah. So it's yes. sent by God or no? Oh my! Stop right. for a second. Stop yeah. thinking yeah, about wrestled. Hebrew. I said I just said it. Is it what wrestled with God? Uh, oh, well, it's yeah, more it's like prevails with God, but yeah, wrestles with God. It doesn't yeah. re- it translate very well in English, Jacob. but wrestles or prevails. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Where yeah. does it come from? Hakul. It comes from Jacob. Yeah. He wrestles with God, God throughout the night. And then he but that word Israel. that we translate as wrestle could be all kinds of different things. We translate. <laughs> it's like a struggle. We generally translate it as the word wrestle just mm. because at the end of it he touches his hip. And yeah. so it doesn't really make sense to be Boom, like wrestling. They what? were arm wrestling and then he busted his hip, you know. So yeah, yeah it says he struggled they struggled with each other and then it's a word that would often be used for like grappling and stuff. Yeah, the is my immediate, understanding. The so. immediate yeah. Google one is God contended is what Yeah. 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 Anyway. Like prevailed with, contended with, wrestled with, struggled with, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, um, I'm a little call. disappointed you guys had to work that hard for that. <laughs> 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 you had to Google I that? Mumbled, no, I literally oh mumbled gosh. it, and you guys kept talking for a yeah, whole another minute. It's your fault minute. for mumbling, then. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Let's be assertive. If this guy mumbles and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> get it? It's an Eighth Commandment joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, uh, okay. I didn't get that. Question number two. Who was the only female judge of Israel? Oh, come on. I just Also wife of Ray Romano. Deborah. Deborah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Actually, it's not Ray Romano on the show. I don't remember what his name is, but yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Or am I just dating myself here? Yeah, everybody yeah. loves Raymond. Yeah. yeah, his wife is named Deborah. Deborah. Yeah, and the dad in that, that show is the best ages. character by far. All right, although uh, his brother is pretty awesome too. Anyway, <laughs> which early church city named in Revelation is also a major American city? Obviously named after the city in Scripture. <laughs> Philadelphia. Correct. Jerusalem. Oh, Max is killing it. Max is killing it. Yeah, you said you were excited about this now. And Max I was. I'm just <laughs> too slow. Just sitting there being proud could, of your roommate. Like, look at how proud I am. If I okay. could answer him, I would. Trust me. <laughs> All right, last one. Which tribe was Paul slash Saul from? Paul of Tarsus. What tribe of Israel is he from? Dan. No. No. I guess. Hmm. Wasn't it Levi? No. Something? No, he was not a Levite. Benjamin. 
It is Benjamin. Yeah. Dude, Pluck is oh, killing it today, man. man. Benjamin, yeah, well, we took yeah. two options off of his plate. Yeah. 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 So there, there were only, Jeez, there were so only ten others. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good work, gentlemen. I feel like the default answer should yourselves. just be Benjamin for any tribe question. It's always Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Especially in the New Testament, I feel like no other tribe really gets yeah. mentioned much in the New, tri- in the New Testament. Mm. All right. And top three this week. Are th- <laughs> so it's top three ways to make college more fun. Um, anybody want to start us off? Uh, I can start us off. Max, Max should because he's been. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Fight. I was gonna say he's Fight. gone. He's gone Fight. last Fight. for every Fight. single Fight. one. Go. So. Fight. Fight. Go All right. Last. So uh, my first one was just trying other people's hobbies. Um, whether it's like someone likes to paint, like try painting with them. If someone likes like a sport you don't like, try it. Um, even like video, stuff like video games. If you're not a big gamer, like just try it because you share like way more experiences with uh, other people and. Um, to do something someone else loves just makes them so happy. And, like, I don't know. It's a really easy way to just go out there and explore, I guess, and kind of figure out what you actually do like to do that's not stuff you've just grown up with your whole life. Um, so that was one of them. And uh, then, oh, yeah, we're just going to do right. one at a time. To go oh, around the table. I didn't explain that. That's okay. Uh, Gus, what you got? Uh, trying other people's clothes. What? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Uh, like, no, I just I imagined mean, you like sneaking into other people's is... like in Concord, just like sneaking into rooms at night and See, taking that clothes. That was the image that I wanted you to have. Yeah. No, I remember. La- okay, so I mean, what I'm getting at is, you know, generally freshmen don't have good fashion sense. So I mean, generally learning how true. to dress in a way that makes you feel confident and comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's more of a real answer. But legitimately, there was a freshman last year. You guys might remember him. He wore like a bowling hat all the time, and he oh, had mm-hmm. a suit Matthew. like silk. Yeah, Matthew. Oh, he was legit. His clothes was it was <laughs> his clothes was were legit. legit. His no. clothes were legit. Like honestly, if he was my size, I probably would have snuck into his room to take his clothes. Like it was he dressed so nice all the time. Yeah. And I remember playing Winter Carnival dodgeball and he was wearing a vest. Like not just any vest, like a silk fancy vest. Yeah. And his dress shoes. Or dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a guy comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd say just get out of your comfort zone, get involved. Um, a lot of kids stay in their rooms. Um, I was one of those kids actually. Yeah, we know. Still am sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, just get out of your comfort zone. Uh, meet new people. You know, just that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good uh, my oh go ahead no, no, uh, yeah my first one was just don't try and find yourself in quotation marks just be yourself there's Ooh, a big difference nice. between the two a lot of people so i kind of went out of our christian college context a little bit with my thoughts um but a lot of people get the encouragement of like oh use this time to explore and find yourself or don't you don't do need to find yourself finding Stay yourself isn't a real thing <laughs> No. Okay, but finding yourself is not a real thing. Like uh, when when Scripture talks about God knitting you together in 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 your mother's womb and designing you and being like, if you read the language of Scripture about how God puts you together, He paid so much attention to the acute and minute details, and this is a being beyond our own understanding. And it's not just talking about the way you put your body together. He's also talking about your mind and your spirit and your interests and your hobbies and all the things that make you you. So instead of trying to figure out who you are and who you want to be with your life, go 
be yourself instead of trying to find yourself. So if you enjoy something, go <clears throat> do it. Like if yeah. you like stuff, go stop worrying about what's popular or what's fun or not. No, it's fun. Do things that are fun, but the, not like don't worry about what's popular or what's cool or what the people like. Or a lot of times we get the advice of like you know figure out somebody you want to be like and then be like them. Like don't do that. We don't need a hundred mm-hmm. different versions of the same dude. We want you. And if we take the commands of God seriously and, and the teachings of God seriously, and He says, "I prepared things in advance for you to do." Like, he has put me here for a reason in this place at this time with the skills and abilities he's equipped me with. So me trying to make myself, and I'm not saying don't try and improve and grow. Right. I'm saying, like, um, denying the, like, yeah, you, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Denying yeah. the things that I've been built with and equipped with mm-hmm. and trying to be something that I have not been made to be, um, something that's not natural to me, just simply because... That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Instead of looking around and genuinely saying, "All right, this is what I've been made for. This is what I enjoy. This is what I find fun." As long as it's moral, go do those things. Similar to what you were saying, I guess. If it's moral, mm-hmm. go do them and enjoy them, mm-hmm. because that's <laughs> you're gonna be a whole lot happier that way. See, I think that was kind of the opposite of what I said. Um, but not the opposite. But like I was saying, how like you should try things other well how do you like. know if you like something if you don't try yeah exactly it, right so. but if you like if you go bowling and one of your friends likes bowling and you hate bowling you don't have to keep going bowling now if you want mm-hmm. if you just want to spend time with your friend like that's 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 a whole different thing yeah. but you know just because a bunch you know somewhere the clothes thing just because everybody else is wearing those clothes doesn't mean you have to wear those clothes right like, what do you like to wear specifically everyone should wear this shirt <laughs> Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, Inside and then joke, all your friends are playing football. You don't like football. Don't play football. They'll still be your friends if they're real friends. Bingo. I mean, like, come on now. Yeah, and it go same thing with drinking and partying. Like, if you enjoy beer, go to a brewery and drink some beer. If you don't, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, don't force yourself to do things you don't like or enjoy just because you think it's the cool thing to do or the right thing to do or whatever it Same might be. Same with coffee. I feel like people get suckered into coffee too often. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. don't have to it's enjoy It's the cool it. thing, yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, the ambiance at many coffee shops is very nice. I love it. It's very shops. pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hit it. So my next one is just uh, actively participating in class. I think it's super oh, overlooked. Yeah, yeah. I, I overlooked it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just like um, just makes class so much more enjoyable and just like fly by and you just learn and remember so much more too. But so many people are just so afraid to like say something stupid or get something wrong or like. I feel like sometimes Nate is don't not afraid to say, to say something stupid. Yes, I'm, I'm not. And it, it happens all the time. And actually, yeah. uh, there was one time in Greek uh, that Connor Herter was sitting in front of me. And I uh, I said, like, so beginning of class, there was uh, computer issues from pa- Professor Balgi's end. And I went up to fix it. And I, like, was, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or something, but, like, I'm never afraid to ask a question because I'd rather know than, like, be lost later. And so I asked a question. And I, I've, to this day, I have no idea why it was a stupid question. I don't remember what it was. I don't know if we had, like, <laughs> just talked about it or what. But I asked the question, and everyone just starts laughing. 
and like Boggy answers it, and I'm like, okay, I know what's going on now. I don't know why everyone's laughing. <laughs> and then Connor just turns around and goes, maybe you should stick to technology. And I was like, <laughs> wow. But like, it's even it's even like that situation. Like, I wasn't afraid to say something because right. it was about my learning, not about what other people thought I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. and it's like, as for classes going by quickly and like in a more enjoyable way, like you can see that even like even in classes where there's forced participation they just go by faster like yeah. i'm thinking hebrew right now yeah right yeah sitting in which there when you're sitting there in fear sweating yeah. bullets clack goes yeah. by fast yeah, yeah. It, it seriously does you know counting and the number because... of guys in front of you so you need <laughs> yeah. to translate which your line you're gonna quick. get to oh my gosh yeah i do that every day oh my goodness All right, i got verse five what does it say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a schwa? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. What does the footnote say? What does the footnote say? Where's the footnote? Yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, it's like, you know, like make class go by quicker for yourself. In a, you know, not in that you're trying to get out of there, but mm. yeah. Yeah. Also, shout out to Connor for finding some humor in that situation. Because <laughs> when everybody's sitting there laughing at you, it's really easy to be like, ah. And somebody just turns around and makes a joke about it. Like that can solve everything too. Just I was like, actually kind of mad at him. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, well. I was like, never mind. Yeah. I, I mean, he probably was. We, joking. You know, we've had enough of... Connor love on this episode. Let's <laughs> yeah, just throw let's him shut under that the down. bus. Yeah. <laughs> I I will take it in the kindest possible way and say he did mean it well. Hey, you learned but something. I, today. Yes, I will say in <laughs> yeah. in the moment I was very upset. I was like, oh, why would he say sometimes something? Sometimes those like are that? the best. Some of those. Sometimes those are the best jokes and comments, though. Yeah. Like where you make you a little mad right away, and then ten minutes later you're like, actually, that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I just want to throw out so for yeah, my we next need to keep one, moving here, but uh, take the, like don't feel pressure to make friends. Like I feel like that's a big one coming into college right off the bat is oh you got to have friends, you got to mm-hmm. meet people, you got to do this, that, and the other thing. Those close relationships they'll come in time. That's the that's the thing they yeah. don't tell you. You know, yeah. whenever you see your parents if they have old college friends or something like that, it wasn't because they just met them in like immediately and they became best friends. It was because they went through uh the crucible of college you know like they went through the pain they went through all the same mental stuff and physical stuff that you're going through so yeah you don't you don't have to think that those relationships are going to come instantly and to tag team that i would uh, my my second one was make friendship an art form yeah don't you don't have to try and be friends with everybody like you should be friendly with everybody yeah um but a lot of times i think we force ourselves into friendships either way that we know aren't good for us because we just want a friend or um we try like we we just sit around and wonder why we don't have friends when we haven't really put a whole lot of effort into making friends. Yeah, make it um, meaningful. Yeah. Right? So find people with whom you have things in common who are going to love you in return, and make those friendships an art form, um, and make sure that they're people that are going to be good for you too. Yeah, and and like I said, make those specific friendships an art form and be friendly. Just generally friendly. Actually, I find it personally easier to be generally friendly when I have a couple of really close relationships because then I'm not constantly worried about, like, what does people think of me? And, and uh, did I embarrass myself? I, I I know I'm secure in my the relationships I already have established, mm-hmm. and so it takes the pressure off a lot of the other interactions. Max, you got anything else? Yeah. I just say get some AC in the dorms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go to a school with AC in the dorms. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, stay away from uh, prisons. I stay mean, wait. Uh, what? <laughs> whoa. Uh, we're talking about Concord, right? Oh, sure. I, you just Concord. threw a prison out there. <laughs> yeah. I was well, like, oh. You know, uh, what's a better word? Barracks? There yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It definitely looks like a barracks. First floor in particular looks like a, yeah, looks like a barracks. Yeah. 
Any other advice? We got to keep moving here. So, any other advice for uh, making college more fun, more enjoyable? We'll get through all three someday. Yeah, we'll get through all three someday. All right. Our reading this week comes from it's Pentecost nineteen, by the way. So Deuteronomy ten verses twelve to twenty one. Title is Fear the Lord. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to love him, to serve the Lord God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today? And do it for your own good. Yeah, I changed the grammar there because I read it wrong. <laughs> to the Lord... To the Lord your God belong the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth, and everything in it. Yet the Lord has affection on your ancestors and set his affection on your ancestors and loved them, and he chose you, their descendants, above all the nations, as it is today. Circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff necked any longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow. He loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. And you are to love those who are foreigners, for you yourselves were foreigners in Egypt. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. He is the one that you praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Thoughts? So my uh, kind of outlook or outtake on this is just how much it like mentions God and what God has done for us. And so why would we have a stiff neck towards other people and why would we not accept foreigners like it's just kind of looking at God's example and putting that into the lens of what we should do. Mm-hmm. God's love for me isn't conditional. Why should my love for others be conditional? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like the uh, idea of, you know, the old covenant, right? Circumcise your heart. I like the idea yeah. of well, the old covenant. Well, I mean, that sounds that promise, fun to me, man. That promise, right? Yeah, like, sorry. The promise that comes along with that. Um, stop being stiff-necked, right? <laughs> yeah. I like how he ties the law in with the love. Like, there's mm-hmm. every verse of this is law, and every verse of this is also gospel at the same time. Yeah. I just think circumcise your hearts is a bizarre line. It is, yeah. Like, that's why I grabbed it. Well, but you. that's the yeah. mark of, I mean, that's the mark of the Jewish people. Yeah. Okay, here's... Ready? I'm going to... This blew my mind the other day. And I've never really understood why circumcision... Like, that's a weird thing. Let's be honest. That is a weird thing to do, right? And why would God be like, yo, manipulate your genitals and do it for me? Um, And I, I, I never thought about that before. And maybe rightly so. But, so think about this. The promises that God gave to Abraham were also then to his descendants. And they were being passed on to his descendants. How do you make your descendants? By using this thing that has now been marked in God's name. And then you continue to mark your descendants on. And so, like, literally the word in Hebrew for your descendants is seed. And it's a graphic way to refer to, like, semen, right? Like, literally coming from your body. Those are the ones, the ones who come from your body, those are the ones to whom I'm giving this promise. And so you have this visible marker on each one of the men in Jewish culture of, you know, the the promises that have been given to me, like they are through this act of procreation being given then to whatever is created 
um, through this act. And I don't know, it's beautiful to me. I know it's a little uncomfortable to have the conversation, yeah. but I love it. Like, I, I love the imagery of it. Um, and then it adds even more meaning than in the New Testament when Paul starts referring to baptism as the new circumcision. This idea of, um, once again, marked. In the same way that the Old Testament Hebrews were marked by God and anyone who belonged to them were also belonging to God, whether you're talking about family or slaves or household or even the hired men, if they belong to you, they belong to God. And then also, I and anyone else who is baptized, we belong to God. My whole household is baptized and we all belong to God. And that marking of the flesh, um, now with water, as opposed to actual circumcision. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it's a beautiful picture of Christ's love for us. Yep. So then the circumcision of the heart would be the same idea of this is something that's been marked and set aside, and whatever is done with this is done in God's name. Yeah. Yeah. can no longer check the box for this was made for kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Does Spotify have something like that? Uh, I just, unless we curse, I just generally don't say. And I, I, I'm usually the one that uses bad language when there is bad language. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on uh, a passage here, though, from Deuteronomy? I would say verse 16 um, shows no partiality. Um, he came and died for the sins of all humanity. Um, however, he also accepts no bribes. So... He's not going to say, I died for you. Um, whatever you do for me is good enough. No, what I did for you is good enough. Um, obviously, this is... Hey, he's talking about 17, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah okay. 17. Did I not say that? <laughs> yeah, you, you said, said 16. 16. That's okay. 17? Okay, we yeah, figured 17, it out. 17. Um, yeah, you know, no partiality. He loves all of us because he sent his son to die for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And even like 20 and 21 where he's making commands. These are gospel commands. Instead of... Uh, Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him. Take your oaths in his name. And uh, like we just talked about not using the Lord's name in vain a couple of weeks ago. But here he's encouraging you like, yo, I'm your God. So as long as you're serving me, go ahead and use my name. Just don't use it in vain. Um, And then follow that up. He is the one you praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Like that's law. You should fear him. But also look how much love there is here. Yeah, it's the really, I don't know. That, I keep sticking to that, I guess, but that juxtaposition of law and gospel in the same statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all law and all gospel all at the same time. It really yeah. shines light on the, just the phrase of fearing the Lord and what, I guess, is yeah. meant by it. Yeah. All right, that puts us at an hour. Gentlemen, any last words? Make it sound so like... We're gonna yeah. die. You should you should rephrase <laughs> that. Any last words? I, 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 I execute these men after they leave the podcast. Yep. Yep. With some uh. Spanish class. <laughs> like sometimes I feel like never mind. <laughs> okay. uh, gentlemen. Uh, we'll see you next time. Could be the man guy crazy to be. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, editing, and distributing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you'd like to contact us with comments, questions, or suggestions, you can reach out to us at any of the links in the description below or on our website. 
Please consider supporting the work of Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping at our online store, or making a $5 cup of coffee donation at www.girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure you like, friend, follow, and subscribe to Gird Up and all of our guests on your social media platforms, and consider leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to the Gird Up podcast so that others can find us and be blessed by our content too. As always, thanks for listening. Now go and be the man that God created you to be. We'll see you next time.